0: Welcome back to Raise the Apple Podcast. We got some MLB news mostly for today's episode, a little bit going on in Metland. Mostly in Metland, it is official. James McCann will be the catcher for the 2021 season. The Mets officially signed him to a four-year, $40 million deal. He had his introductory press conference on Zoom earlier this week, and wow, I am super stoked For McCann, uh, he's not going to put up numbers like JT. Well, he very well could. I shouldn't say that. Um, JT Ramunto was clearly the best catching option out there. With James McCann, I see a lot of Wilson Ramos and James McCann. And what I mean by that is with James McCann, I think the Mets are going to get a lot from him that they got from Ramos. They're going to get, he's going to hit for probably 270 ish, 260, 270. Uh, who a little average will be a little less than Ramos. He'll hit about the same amount of homers. He'll hit probably close to 20 homer season. Have about 60, 70 RBIs. Far better uh, on the base pads. I'm sorry. I don't like criticizing players too much because I know they're doing a million times better than I could ever do. Ramos cannot run to save his life. I'm sorry. It, we all know it. It's I'm not criticizing him for it. He just he's not a good runner. Uh, so you get a little bit more speed with McCann, but I mean catcher it's hard to find speed demon at that position. But certainly has a lot to offer. He was apparently throwing with Stephen Matz. They were doing bullpen sessions. Uh, McCann and Matz were during quarantine, so that's great to see. Hopefully, McCann can help get Matz on the same page. Uh, most likely, Needle will be the backup catcher coming out of spring training. But that's super exciting. I mean, it's super exciting to be a Mets fan right now. You really can't. Argue- I mean. So far this offseason, the Mets have been the most exciting team in baseball. The new ownership, new GM, the hype with Trevor Bauer and George Springer, and potentially adding Lindor. They've added McCann. They've already added Trevor May. You know, there's a lot to be excited about if you're a New York Mets fan. The only thing that would make it better is if, hopefully, with the COVID vaccine starting to come out, we will be able to have fans at ball games this summer. A lot still has to happen with that currently with the vaccine. uh, It is my understanding that uh, frontline workers and hospital staff will get it first, as they should. Then it will go to uh, elderly citizens, primarily next, uh, elderly citizens and military. And then they're expecting it for the general public sometime in March or April of 2021. And I'm sure, based on the way everything's gone, I'm sure... Proving a negative COVID test or something to that effect might be required for uh, fans to enter the stadium, but we'll talk about that a little bit later, because uh, there's a lot of other baseball stuff we got to get to, but that's pretty much it in Mets land. James McCann, officially a Met. What does that mean for the next next for the Mets? Probably Springer and or Trevor Bauer. Uh, it was said, uh, Jeff Passan of ESPN reported this morning that most likely the Mets and the Blue Jays are the top two teams and the top finalists for George Springer. And it appears, uh, this is not reported, this is just based on my assumptions from seeing everything. Uh, Bauer is a finalist with the Angels and the Mets are the top two teams after him, and then the Blue Jays and the Mets for Springer. That is, if the Mets can get one of those two, I would personally prefer, I've said it before, i personally prefer the Mets get Bauer Solely because I feel they need more starting pitching help than offensive help right now. But if they could get at least one of those two, and if they do nothing else the rest of the offseason, that is certainly a great offseason. But they have the extra money with Cano being suspended. So if they can get both, I've said it again, I've said it before, Mets are going to the World Series. You heard you can mark it right now. If the Mets add Springer and Bauer, Mets are going to the World Series. Mets, Mets are going to the World Series. They will beat the Dodgers in the LCS, and they will get the job done in 2021. I think there's just too much excitement, too much talent around this team that adding Bauer and Springer just puts them right there in the conversation with the Dodgers. You know, if the, right there for the best team in the NL with the Dodgers, on paper at least. Performance-wise, we still have to see guys still have to perform, but on paper, I don't see how... The Mets aren't right up there with the Dodgers. They really are. Uh-huh. But that's, you know, we'll have preseason predictions. I probably will be very biased as a Mets fan, but I'll try and put on my unbiased baseball fan hat. I definitely think they could definitely compete with the Braves if they get one of those two. But both of those two, I think, puts them over the top. Uh, but now we got a lot to talk about in MLB world, first of all, Hunter Renfro signs a one-year contract with the Red Sox. Renfro spent last year with Tampa, was just not good. Uh, Was previously with the Padres where he was pretty solid. Uh, Boston's a great place for him. I think Renfro can really make a name for himself. Assuming they do not keep Jackie Bradley Jr., uh, Boston outfield will most likely be made up of Renfro, Alex Verdugo, and uh, Benintendi. With J.D. Martinez most likely dh in, Renfro will probably DH from time to time to give days off. He may play, he very well may play some first, I don't know. Uh, But that was a great, great step for Boston. They bring back Alex Cora, which we all knew was going to happen. They sign Hunter Renfro. I mean, they obviously still have a lot of work to do. They have a lot of work to do. It was abysmal watching the Red Sox in 2020. But Hunter Renfro is a great first step. I think he has a lot to offer—a very low risk, high potential reward. If you're a Red Sox fan, and your investment in Renfro definitely is, definitely is a good one. And then the Rays have signed Michael Waka, former Met watch, to a deal. I like this move for Tampa. I, <clears throat> excuse me, I was personally pushing for the Mets to keep either Waka or Porce- Porcello. Porcello was good down, pretty good down the stretch. Waka was better than he's been. He definitely took a step in the right direction. He wasn't his twenty thirteen rookie self, but he was definitely taking a step in the right direction. Uh, I think they either one of them would have been great depth pieces, and I, but I know w- those guys will definitely find homes. Uh, well, Waka already did in Tampa. I'm sure Porcello will find a home somewhere else. Uh, but those. The Rays are an interesting team. You know, they let Charlie Morton go. There was a talks about potentially trading Snell. They add Waka. They let Renfro go, but Renfro, letting Renfro go is kind of understandable. Them and the Reds are re- really confuse me sometimes. Tampa, they confuse me, but it makes sense. The Reds, I just have no idea what they're doing. I don't know if they're... So the reports today were Sonny Gray is on the trading block, as we all knew. But they're also listening to offers on Luis Castillo, a potential target for the Mets. Uh, but I'm wondering, what are the Reds doing? First of all, they trade Racial Iglesias uh, then, and get Noe Ramirez in return. They, tender, they non-tender Archie Bradley which we kind of figured was going to happen, but was also a little bit surprising they didn't try and keep him. They're most likely not going to keep Bauer. They could very well keep Bauer. I'm not counting the Reds out on Bauer. But most likely the Reds won't be able to keep Bauer. They're listening to offers on Castillo and uh, Sonny Gray. Their window just... Did they just shut themselves? I don't. I, it seems like they shut them, their own window to win. On them, if if they trade gray and or Castillo it just seems like they're shutting the window on themselves you now they still got great pieces there you got uh, moose is there moose vado uh, Suarez apparently this thing offers on Suarez too teams have been interested in Suarez so I really don't know what the Reds are doing they're definitely the most confusing team this offseason uh, if they are selling and just doing a complete and total gut okay that's one thing but it's kind of surprising for them to do that. I I think I'm I'm wondering what the thought process is in that front office right now. But I mean that's why their executives get paid the big bucks, and I'm not. I'm just sitting here talking about it. But it's definitely definitely weird seeing what's going on with with the Reds. I'm definitely interested to see where they go, the direction they take going into spring training. Uh, but speaking of Bauer, Trevor Bauer has the best Twitter account on the planet. That man is great. He got into a back and forth with John Heyman over the, um, John Heyman saying that the Reds couldn't afford to keep him. And Trevor Bauer was saying, you know, no, how can you say that? Like, you're not my agent and this and that. They went back and forth. It's awesome to see that. And then, uh, a fan did a best baseball Twitter account in the way, um, in the finals were between Bauer and Jared Karabas of Barstool. Uh, Bauer beat Karabis in the finals for the best baseball Twitter account. And just watching him campaign for himself to win, his interaction with fans and making election jokes and all that stuff, that was hilarious to watch. He's, he's a great fit in New York. You know, a lot of people are worried. You're, yes, you're getting great talent if you sign Trevor Bauer, but will him, his antics on social media be a distraction? I personally love it. You know, he hasn't... He's said stuff... He sticks up for the players. And he sticks up for the fans. He's not saying anything, you know, controversial that could get him... That's going to get him in trouble with people. You know, he's saying what a lot of people are thinking. He just doesn't want to... Like, just other people don't want to say it. But what the way Bauer is on Twitter, I mean... I love it. I personally love it. I love with all players and pe- and celebrities being like that, having fun with it. You know, he's sh- he's showing himself. He's showing that at the end of the day, they're people too. They're not just ball players that have to be classy twenty four seven. I mean, there's a time and place for it, and he knows it. And a lot of people would say, oh, he's probably a little bit big for his britches. Well, in twenty twenty, he backed it up. He did a lot of trash talk, a lot of trash talking, a lot of, you know, I know what I can do stuff. But he backed it up every single time. So it's hard to really blame it on blame Bauer for his antics, but that's pretty much uh, on that. The last three topics are kind of big issues. The first one is something that has, for some people, would say, long overdue. It's a great step for Major League Baseball, and it's with regards to the Negro leagues. The Negro leagues will officially be considered Major League ball players. So. Uh, to make it sound as simple as possible, everyone who played in the major or in the Negro leagues is considered a major league baseball player. whether they came from Negro leagues to the MLB like Jackie Robinson or they were in the Negro leagues their entire baseball career. All of them will be considered major leaguers. All their stats will be combined. So for example, Jackie Robinson's stats from the Negro Leagues will be added on top of his MLB stats. Uh, satchel page picks up 140 wins that he got in the Negro leagues with um, on top of his MLB stats so that's a nice thing for MLB to do uh, I did not realize that that well i'm I'm gonna be completely honest I did not realize that was a thing that they weren't considered well I knew but I did not understand it fully mostly because I'm younger so I don't know a lot of you know, the history stuff and all the stuff from way back then and how that all happened and all that. But that's neither here nor there. But a great first step for baseball. And staying on uh, major things happening in baseball, the Cleveland Indians will no longer be the Cleveland Indians after the 2021 season. And after the Washington Redskins ditched their name and became the Washington football team, it was kind of inevitable, I guess. Uh, no matter what side you think of, it was kind of inevitable that the Indians would follow suit. Uh, it makes you also wonder, I don't think this will happen, but the Braves said they have no, or people in Atlanta said they have no intention of changing the Braves' names. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks and the NHL have said nothing about any of that. The Kansas City Chiefs in the NFL, nothing, nothing with that's been brought about. It seems to be the Redskins and the Indians were the hot two that people were wanted changed. So the Indians announced they will be ditching the name after the 2021 season. So for this 21, 2021 season, they will keep the name Cleveland Indians. 2022, they will be a completely new name. Uh, I like them doing that. I think, personally, the Washington football team should have done that. I think they should have kept the Redskins until they came up with a new name because being referred to as the football team, is just uh it's just gross. I mean if Cleveland ditched it now and they were the Cleveland baseball team for the twenty twenty one season, I would be very disappointed in that. You know, I, I I like that they're keeping the name until and they will have a new one. They assured they will have a new one by 2022. Uh, but I'm glad that they're keeping at least a a real name there until they can come up with something new because just be Cleveland baseball team that would it's stupid just like the Washington fo- being called Washington football team that's it's dumb but um they will be keeping that name i've talked with uh my brother mostly about this uh the popular name that seems to come up is the Cleveland Spiders that's what the team uh the Cleveland Spiders were originally in the late 1800s when baseball was first starting the team was the Cleveland Spiders and the logo was kind of like the C that they have now But it had Spider-Legs. It kind of was like had Spider-Man's logo kind of mixed in there and had Spider-Legs on and all that. It looked cool. I'm personally a fan of Spiders making a comeback. But I'm glad that they are, at least in my opinion, I think they're taking the right step and saying, hey, we're going to change this name, but we're going to keep our current name until we can figure out a new one. Because if they went around as the Cleveland baseball team, that would just be, again, in my opinion, that would be a horrible look for Major League Baseball. And I'm glad they're doing it in what I think is the right way. The last little bit for today's episode is COVID. Now, the MLB and MLB Players Association are at another standoff. The league wants players to get the vaccine before they report to spring training. And they also want to postpone the season to start until May and play maybe 140 games this year. No, no, no. Stop it! If you are Major League Baseball, stop trying to ruin baseball, please. I can. I'm on board. If the players got to get vaccines, the vaccine before they report to spring training, that's more than fair. That's more than fair of a request. But stop. Why? If you postpone the season, we're gonna have the same mess that we had this past off season where people hating on Manfred, Manfred getting booed at the World Series. You're going to have the same problems if you delay the season again. Do not delay the season, Major League Baseball. Play one, Make them get the vaccine, fine. Play 162. There's no reason, fans are no fans, there's no reason that we cannot have a 162-game season this year. Covid is, it's it, we got the vaccine coming out. Things we know what to how the prop the proper and safe ways to handle everything. You know with the social distancing and the masks and all that, and the bubble they did in the playoffs. We know better how to handle it and minimize it. Let's do that. Not do not postpone the season. If you are MLB, you are driving fans away with that. Please do not do that. It is a horrible, horrible look. If they keep postponing the season year after year after year, um, I mean, I heard the only time that I think it's acceptable to have a shortened season, unless they want to completely change how long the season goes entirely, the only way it'd be okay, uh, Bryce Harper said this in an interview, is in an Olympic year, since baseball will be reintroduced into the Olympics. Bryce Harper said, let major leaguers go over and play, put a two-week pause in the season, or however long it is on Olympic years, to let them go play, and then resume the season when they come back. That is perfect. That is perfect. That's a perfect reason to shorten the season. Do not shorten the season because of this. When it, well, the Last year, it was understandable how it had to get postponed because we didn't know what was going on. The virus was brand new we had no idea what we just had no idea what to do now we have a better idea of how to handle everything we're by, by far from experts on it but we have a better understanding of it we better know how to handle it so let's we know what to do, safely do let's have a 162 game season let's just do that hopefully the commissioner rob manford sees that hopefully Uh, In 2021, the Players Association and the league have their bargaining agreement stuff. Hopefully, that doesn't turn into a disaster. But this is something you can't have any more major changes. The baseball got put on the brink last year, as we saw. You know, the whole world's been affected by this. Look at the Phillies. The Phillies can't afford to keep one of their top players just because they lost so much money from COVID. And they promise so much money to Harper. You know their league's losing money. They're losing fan interest. They need to keep the game going and growing. And keeping cutting the season and taking shortcuts and this and that. It's just not going to work. You know. I mean, I'm by far. I'm by far. I'm no by, by no means a medical expert. But what we know now about everything and. The safety measures we can take to handle it, I don't see any reason why Major League Baseball can't have a 162 game season this year. I, I don't. But again, I'm just one person. I can't, you know, I can't change the league and how they run. But again, it's a big, it's a we'll see. You know, the things may look a lot different in 2021. The virus may calm down some with the vaccine coming out, and then we'll be able to have fans and all that. It may do this, it may do that. We don't really know what's going to happen. So we just got to wait it out and see. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Raise the Apple Podcast. Big news though, before we sign off, excuse me. I have submitted the podcast to Apple Podcasts and to Google Podcasts for those who don't have iPhones who are on Android or Samsungs. I have approval from Apple, I'm waiting for approval from Google, so the episodes will all be uploaded to both of those platforms, and it will be on here on YouTube, and it will also be on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify Podcast, or excuse me, Google Podcasts. So for a more convenient way to also listen to it, is besides here on YouTube, I will put the links to those on the Twitter, and I will also put them uh, in the start putting them in. The description of this so make sure you're following us on twitter at rta underscore pod make sure you subscribe to us here on youtube subscribe to us on apple podcasts and on google podcasts the links will be added uh below and will be posted on our twitter hopefully it's a more convenient way for all of you to listen to the show uh thank you for tuning in hopefully next week uh we will have more news coming out of metland And more news coming out of Major League Baseball. Hopefully Trevor Bauer's a Met. Hopefully George Springer's a Met. Hopefully the Mets win the World Series in 2021. And hopefully we have a 162-game season. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Hope you guys have a great, great Christmas for those of you who celebrate it. Uh, And a great New Year. We will will have an episode uh, before New Year's Eve. But uh, we hope you have a great Christmas for those who celebrate it. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe, like, all that good stuff down below. And we'll see you next time. Let's go Mets. Bang, bang, won't stop till we're legends.